0: So, with the rebirth of social media, and social media is a bunch of stuff. The rebirth of social media and everything out there, you want to get noticed? John, resurrection is your man. And his name is resurrection. God! His name is resurrection. He is buying cars, selling cars like candy bars, right? And he's going to bring the energy today like no other. Please, ladies and gentlemen, and people of all ages, put your hands together for John Resurrection. Hey! Woo! Yay! Hey! Mama, look, I made it! I made it, Mom! <laughs> How's it going, everybody? Awesome. Let me get it all set up here. JP made me go live, so I'm going go live. Hey, there you go. How do I get like set up in this thing here? Before we start don't give me shit that I'm from California I'm not a Golden State fan okay I'm, a, I'm originally from the East Coast so the Wizards are my team so I almost got stabbed I, I was in I was in downtown Toronto I'll give you a quick story I was in downtown Toronto just uh doing some video and, and and uh getting some content and uh everyone found out that I was from California so I went to a shoe store and they were all giving me shit so I said okay no problem but I'm not a I'm not a Golden State fan So the manager of the shoe store came out and says, you're in Canada, the Raptors are playing tomorrow, you have to represent. So I said, okay, well, what does that mean, Mr. Manager, Mrs. Manager? She says to me, I'm gonna give you a gift, straight from Toronto. I says, okay, so what is it? Make sure when you do your speaking, you put this hat on, and I will represent the Raptors today. There we go! Hey, California, I'm sorry, baby, I'm in Toronto all right that's called street smarts people street smarts nevertheless folks uh i appreciate um, jason here and jp but before we start i'm going to do a quick video for you guys Uh, a lot of people if you don't know who i am i'm constantly on social media whether it be linkedin facebook instagram i'm all over the thing some people call me obnoxious but i just like to think that i'm very passionate in what i do and i want to bring awareness to the game so we're going to start off by going, uh, are we on here, on this thing here? What are you doing? Isn't this the Roger, isn't the Rogers uh, Center like Sprint? Yeah. Yeah. Roger, right? Yeah. I, I got to talk to Mr. Rogers because they got poor connection for Wi-Fi. That's okay. Are we on there? So we're going to have a budget find out. I, I had, uh, came in uh, yesterday, spent a lot of time with Jason, um, and uh, After this, we'll we'll talk about the detours that we had. It was pretty interesting. Um, I felt like I was gonna die. Had a homeless lady uh, knock on the window while I was in the car in traffic. So that was pretty interesting. Uh, But nevertheless, um, we're gonna get this going here, okay? So again, selling cars like candy bars, we're gonna get this popping, and we're gonna start with a quick video. Hopefully you guys enjoy. (laughs) like Canada, we are here. And thank you guys for allowing me to come out here and to bring some heat, bring some knowledge, Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not talking about the American National Anthem, mm-hmm. I took some time to learn the Canadian National Anthem. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit difficult, <laughs> so nevertheless, I kind of flipped it. So nevertheless, let's give it a go. <coughs> DJ. All right, let's stand up. We're going to do the National Anthem, folks. All right, let's do this. Don't get offended. I'm not a singer, I promise you. No love mm-hmm. with all our customers, mm. yes, with growing sales we see the right, the truth grow strong and free <laughs> from small or large. Oh, customer will stand and on the point for. Are gross. Give it up! that you guys do out here. There it is. Now that we got that one out of the way, (laughs) it's a little bit different, folks. See, videos like this, we're going to make it happen. I'm going to teach you guys how to do videos like this for your staff, for your own brand, for your business, and not even have to sweat it. See, typically what ends up happening is that we don't want to stay consistent because it takes too much time. Well, Mm -hmm. I'm here, folks, to save you all the time and make you all the money. We're going to do a little bit through social media. First things first, rule number one, have your phones out. Mm -hmm. Rule number two, make sure you're going on live on Facebook or Instagram. Spread the awareness. It's all about connecting, going digital, letting people know what's going on for the masses, okay? So make sure you guys are on there. I'll wait. I'll wait. Got your phone out? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Jason, got your phone out? JP, Dan, phone out? Live? Are we live now? Are we going live? We are live. We are live now. All right, folks. Let's get this show on the road, and again, thank you, Jason, thank you, JP, thank you, Dan, for having me out here, here in Toronto, Canada. Let's have a ball. Late? Pretty fun, huh? Woo! Pretty fun, right? Yeah, I lost a lot of sleep trying to put that one together. Yep, old Canada, right? Okay, how do I get out of this one? It was so good, I wanted to replay it. Was this going to allow me to go? Here we go. This is what I had the problem with. Here, let's go escape. Let's go here. Is it this one? Click over. I typically don't do slides, but I'm doing slides for you. They said it's mandatory. <laughs> I was kidding. <laughs> it's only not mandatory. I know it's not mandatory. Go to game changer. There you go. My man, 100 grand. So, expose your truth. So, uh, my my company initially—well, not initially. My first company is selling cars like candy bars, right? Basically, bringing the awareness to the game. Been in the auto industry about 15 years. My la- I started from a salesperson all the way up to a general sales manager of a Ford and Mazda dealership. So, uh, I'm very proud Filipino. So, for those that are Filipinos, welcome. We've made it. We're on top. Uh, we're here making. We're changing the game. Okay. So. But the exposure truth aspect, I want to get to, I want you guys to see who I really, really am. And that's one of my other things. My other company is called Exposure Truth. And that's anything else that's out of the automotive industry. So, what ended up happening is I was doing videos and I was giving motivation, and I, was, I was training and I was teaching people things here and there how to get better. I found out that a lot of people that were outside of the automotive industry wanted to hear my voice a little bit more. They wanted me to help them basically expose their truth. And that's what we're going to talk a lot about about getting comfortable with uncomfortable. And I think that's where we are missing the boat as far as we're getting some people that still don't understand social media. And I understand why, because no one's really teaching it. They're just saying, you have to do social media. You gotta promote yourself, right? But promoting yourself before was going to the grocery stores, hanging out, and handing out business cards. That was promoting yourself, right? Some of your old dogs that have done it have gone to networkings, powwows, those type of things, and that was the only way for people to really know who you were. Now with social media, the game has completely changed. You can literally make a quick video like this, obnoxious as it may be, and you guys got laughing, right? You guys started saying, oh, this guy might be something right? So I got your attention at that point. So this is where it exposed your truth. But I'm gonna take it all the way back. I'm originally from Washi- uh, Fort Washington, Maryland, which is right next to Washington, D.C. I am the youngest of four brothers. My father was in the military. My mother was a nurse, which is your typical combination of a Filipino family. Military and nurses. They're probably out here in Canada too. Military and nurses. And they have a lot of kids. And I was the youngest of four. Uh, but nevertheless, after I was in Maryland, I ended up flying out to California. I went to San Diego State, which at the time when I, when I went, the last three to four years while I was in there, it was ranked number one in Maxim magazine as the number one party school in the nation. I probably contributed to that, right? Uh, I went out there to go play golf, that type of thing. And as I was in college, I ended up having a, my first child uh, very early, so it kind of threw my detour of what the plan was, is to get my degree. I had to make money. It was just customary in our culture that you take care of your family. So I got out of it, but because I played golf and I loved that game, I was actually a manager at a, uh, it was a golf, uh, American golf, and they own about two to 300 golf uh, courses around the country. And when I was in there, they were going through the big slump where everyone, the economy was hitting and everyone was losing jobs, losing money. So they started closing a lot of the the golf courses down. And so why does that make any, why does that do anything with my truth? What ended up happening was a lot of the members that went to these golf courses were all GMs, all owners of car dealerships. So I got to know these guys quite a bit and when they found out that I had my first kid, they said, when are you going to start making some real money? Being at the pro shop, being a, uh, a professional golfer as far as teaching people how to play the game doesn't pay the bills, especially as a young guy like you. I was 21 when I first had my, uh, my first daughter. Uh, and I said, well, I don't know anything about the car industry. So one of the sales guys that was going there quite often, he ended up Uh, bringing his paycheck to me. He says, John, you might want to reconsider. Here's my paycheck. And I looked at it, and I said, holy shit. How much is that? He says, I did that on 10 cars. 10 cars! I could sell 10 cars! This is easy, right? So, I got out of the uh, the golfing industry, and I ended up going to the car dealership game. Car dealership game, I was at a Nissan dealership, and in California, right? In California, and specifically in San Diego, it's been monopolized. There's one owner that owns, there's seven Nissan dealerships in San Diego. One owner owns six of them. I worked at the other Nissan dealership. (laughs) Yes, the other Nissan dealership. And I didn't know any better, right? It just so happened that the general manager at the time said, come to my dealership, I would really want to train you and show you the game of the auto industry and see if you can really do it. I see something special in you. I think that was a close, right? So, nevertheless, I said, okay, not a problem. As I got into business, I kept doing it, right? I was in there, I was number one, I was, you know, I don't wanna boast, but I was crushing it, right? I was making a lot of good money that time. Then my second child came, then my third child came. Now, remember, I am the youngest of four boys. I ended up with three girls. How does that happen, I do not know, but I love them all to death. I was married at the time, and one of the biggest things that I wanted to go through as far as the auto industry in California, which is probably different in Canada, but I know in the States it's a little bit different. In California, they don't close for anything. They close one day out of the year, and that's Christmas. Every day after that, they're open. They're open from 8.30 in the morning till 9 o'clock, and if you got that late deal, you're there till what time? probably midnight, right? Because the transaction time typically takes two to three ou- or two hours, three hours, and then after, if you're like me, I'm gonna get every testimonial I can and every photo with that customer to promote myself, I'll get out at by midnight. Well, uh, the wife at the time didn't agree with that. Didn't matter how much money I was bringing, she was pissed she was stuck home with three girls. So, leadless to say, and ended up in a divorce right? That's the truth reality of who I am. And at that time with my divorce, it was probably the hardest time of my life. When you feel that you have done everything you can to provide for your family, because that's what we're here for, or to feed that lifestyle that we all love with the nice watches, the three-piece suits that cost $500 and going to the fancy dinners and buying whatever you want, realistically didn't matter at the time for the previous wife. So it was a hard time. This truth that I wanted to do, because I've been promoting this thing very, very, very heavy. Um, during that time of my divorce, I went through a very, very dark stage in my life. And, and I'll get to why this is relevant to what we're doing here. Um, I tried to commit suicide three times. Okay? I popped up a bottle of aspirin, 20 of them at one time. Woke up, saw nothing. I literally was done. The next time, and with some other stuff, I, you know, I, I just was in a very, very, very bad place. I'm not looking for sympathy. I'm just letting you know that no matter what the dark stage or how uncomfortable some situations may be, there's always light at the end of the tunnel, right? There's times where you have to really get uncomfortable, like social media, that's what the big fight is right now. We don't need social media. Well, you might wanna reconsider. And after all of this stuff, we should be okay to do it. But nevertheless, Left San Diego, went through my dark stage, ended up going to Santa Barbara where I became a general sales manager out there for a Ford and Mazda dealership, which was only doing about 40 to 50, maybe 60 cars a month. Now for you guys, you're probably laughing, that's terrible. But it's in Santa Barbara, which is, I don't know if you guys know Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara is where Oprah Winfrey and uh, Ellen DeGeneres and all those high end type of people go there. The Ford and Mazda dealership was actually in the middle of every high-end vehicle you can think manufacture. From your Teslas, from your Mercedes, from your Porsche, from your Lambos, everything you could think of, but we were right there at the point. We ended up, myself and my general manager at the time, who was actually my first general manager uh, when I got in the car business, changed that store from a 40 to 50, 60 cars to 150 cars. And how do you do that in a heavy, populated, luxury, just cut a check, you never check credit type of town. And we made all the money. And we did it by changing the mindset of everyone and how we can change it through social media. This is all we did. We stopped spending the money on the newspaper ads, the television, the radio. We basically branded every single individual in our store. And we made them the face of their own business and that we found that using social and making sure that we brand within brand was the way to go. It can happen. We just have to buy in at the time, right? So that's a little bit about my truth as far as what's going on, but let's get into what the hell is selling cars like candy bars? JP Sneaker has not found me yet, okay? So do not worry, but I will let Sneaker know that there goes the emblem right there. But selling cars like candy bars is this, and then you'll see an interesting statistic about people in the auto industry. Everyone's in the auto industry in here? Everyone sold cars before? Right? Uh, What is typically the perception of a car salesman? Let's be honest. Let's be truth. We're sharks? Maybe? Liars? Cheats? Thieves? Right? That's, that's what we're labeled as. So selling cars being that negative connotation, I wanted to change the perception of what a true sales professional was. Okay, everyone likes candy bars. Everyone likes to eat chocolate candy. So that's the positive aspect of selling cars like candy bars, taking that negative connotation and changing it into that positive connotation. Forbes Magazine, for the last 17 years, this is an interesting statistic. Now, this is in America, I don't know what it is in Canada, but in America, the number one profession of trustworthy people is a nurse. That's why I love my mom so much, because she can never lie to me, right? She always tells me the truth. But interesting, on the very bottom, you'll find that one is politicians, and the other is what? Car right? Now, there's a battle in America between politicians and, and, car, and car people, right? This is a good one. So really quick, I want you guys to give yourself a round of applause, right? We won. They hate us. They they really hate us. I love that. I love being hated on, right? Just like in the Raptors. No one was believing in the Raptors at the beginning of the season, right? But they have that underdog. Let's change the perception by doing what? Winning game four right? That's what everyone's pumped up about this year, right? So getting comfortable and uncomfortable. I got some interesting statistics here for you guys. Radio, when it first came out, people were scared shitless of radio. No one understood it. They're like, what is this noise coming out of this little box? For some of you older ones that before TV came out, didn't understand radio, right? And then as they kept going, then television came out. Here is the statistic right here. It took radio 38 years to hit 50 million active listeners. 50 million took 38 years. Television, it took 13 years to get 50 million. Here's the interesting statistic. Instagram, I don't know if you guys are on Instagram. I'll get out of the way. Instagram took only one and a half years to hit 50 million active users. 50 million, only a year and a half. For those that are in the management level or ownership levels that are, let's say, the word um, romantic of the idea that you can't get the attention of someone through social media more than you can in radio and television, look at the little statistic of 50 million, okay? So, how do we do it, John? Social media. I've gone to a lot of seminars, a lot of... um, Uh, events like this where I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm not trying to sell you my company, nothing like that. What I do when I go to seminars, what I always wanted the, the person that was standing up here was, okay, you've given me every why I should do this, right? We all know social media is important, right? We all know that is important. But the problem that I've had with a lot of people that have stood up here is they never told me how to do it. That's the problem. It's just like when we're trying to sell people. We'll give you the why buy from our dealership, but let me tell you how we're gonna do it. So that's what we're gonna do with social media, right? So a couple quick different ones here. I don't know if you guys are all versed with the platforms that are out there. I'll go through these quite quickly because we should get to that point. Snapchat, anyone on Snapchat in here? There you go, the younger crowd. Hey, right there. Snapchat. Snapchat is very interesting. That actually has a lower demographic of people, right? You're younger. You're teens up to probably 25, maybe 30. If they're 30, they should be getting off Snapchat. But nevertheless, uh, Snapchat is really a, a younger generation. And why is that important for our business, especially if we're in the automotive industry? Those are the people that are going to continue to buy from us as they get older. So don't ever count this out, even though, oh, that is a kid's Platform. These are the people we actually want to touch base with. We want to let them know that our story is for real. And then when you are ready, maybe it's a graduation gift. Maybe if it's a, if it's a birthday gift, maybe that kid's probably going to tell mommy and daddy, "I got to do business with John Resurrection because he sells cars like candy bars, absolutely right." So you got 190 million active users on there, so there's a lot of opportunity to do business right there. Anyone on Twitter? Twitter, right? That's actually a big American thing, right? Uh, and you know, I don't wanna shit on my own, my own country, but we just like to talk and make noise and cause problems, right? Yeah, that's right. Go California, go USA. Twitter, I actually, if you were in a dealership aspect, I would encourage your team to go on Twitter for the sheer fact of just listening. Listening to what the community is saying about your business. These are things that we typically don't do. As salespeople, we like to do what? Talk. Talk for days. The problem is is that everyone's telling you how to sell them a car, but we're not what? We're not listening. This is a great platform for your team to realistically listen to what's going on and how you can increase your, your business by doing some tweets here and there, right? Next one, YouTube. Anyone on YouTube? YouTube is a monster. Now, they say, people like to think that YouTube is actually social media. I like to beg to differ, right? YouTube for me, YouTube has gotten so big, it is more considered a search engine, like a Google, right? Let's be realistic. I've learned how to uh, change the toilet, the pipes and everything, because I went on YouTube for the do it yourself. I've saved a lot of money, thank you YouTube, and anyone that's in YouTube, thank you so much for helping me know how to change a toilet. Thank you, I've saved a lot of money. But this is a great way to, basically, if you're doing long term content, like a five minute, 10 minute, 15 minute piece of content, if you're doing a walk around on the car, I would heavily encourage getting your team on YouTube. LinkedIn, we're all LinkedIn fans, right? LinkedIn is interesting. I actually was on LinkedIn when it first came out and I did it specifically to do what? Put my resume on there, because I was trying to get out of the car business, right? So I put my <laughs> resume on LinkedIn and then said, go to different companies and then say, what can I do, right? So I went on to LinkedIn. LinkedIn was actually pretty interesting, uh, but this is a good B2B, everyone should be on. This This is where you can find a lot of good knowledge and content through there. Facebook is still, by, no- by all means, 2.4 billion people. There's a lot of opportunity. We talk about this. We already know what Facebook is. Instagram, though. Here is something is extremely interesting, right? I actually talked to a lot of the guys, and they're not actually heavy on Instagram. I'm going to do a majority of my presentation on Instagram. And the reason why there's 1 billion people, 1 billion pieces of opportunity you can get onto Instagram. Not only that, you can push whatever content you're putting through Instagram into your Facebook, which will allow you to hit two-for-one specials. Right? That's why I like Instagram, okay? And if you have Twitter, you could throw all your content onto Twitter. Now you have a threefold, right? That's why I like uh, Instagram. But how do we do it, folks? So here's the how. This is how we're gonna do this. So everyone wants followers, but let's realistically look into and deep dive into this. What is your intent? What is your salesperson intent in getting into social media, right? We gotta talk about in your header and when you're doing your description, tell your intent, what you're interested in, Let the people know where you are actually located, your contact information, and if you have other platforms like a LinkedIn and all these things, make sure that you're putting that on there. Or if you really, really, really think that you're hot shit, then put the dealership's website on there so they can go into your inventory by clicking the website, okay? Stories. Stories, if you guys don't know, I'm not talking about these stories. I'm not talking about green eggs and ham. I'm talking about the stories that are on Instagram that are in the very, very top. Here's an interesting thing that Uh, Instagram has done they actually basically uh, hijacked uh, snapchats um, idea and they threw it on their platform and hence the reason why snapchats not doing so hot anymore Uh, so stories is really where you can do a lot of interaction doing engagements getting hold of customers driving them wherever the hell you want to drive them by using a lot of call to actions right you can use stories by saying check out our website follow me here Go to this different platform and find other pieces of content that would work for you as well. Great way to use traffic. So what does that look like, John? Here you go. Here is when you actually pop up the thing. You can do locations, mention, hashtags, gifts, time, polls, the whole works. Here is all your call to actions for engagement. This is a very interesting thing. If you have a lot of younger guys in your stores or your dealerships, they should know what this is. But let's show them how to actively and properly use them. So engagement is everything. So you can have them do the ask me a question about the Nissan Maxima. Customers will come in and say, how much horsepower is on there? And then they can engage with that person. Well, what's the cost of the Maxima? Then they can actively engage. We can use that as a call to action. The next one right here with the green eggs at hand, we could do a poll. Will the Raptors win the finals? Hell yes or nah, player. You could do that. These are active engagements that you can use with your customers or the people that are viewing your content. How is the speaker doing? You can have doing uh, an engagement there. Or like here, this is what I did this six days ago. I actually had the game changer and I actually put a time clock on there. Hence the reason why there's a lot of people in California probably looking at live. I love you fam, thank you. All right? Highlights. Here is what's interesting. It's, they basically took this away from LinkedIn. Highlights is basically your active resume. So I actually use Jason as a, an example on this one as well. Because through here, you can see he has a resume of all the things that he's actually doing. He has the Closers Coffee. He has the podcast, the Drive, the blogs. These are things that where people can literally go onto your page, click on and see what the hell you're about. This is a great opportunity to figure out why I should keep continuing to follow you. Mine was Exposure Truth, Merch, I was selling these things. Content is king. These are all the things that I was doing. But this is a great way for you guys to really let people know what you're doing. Feed. Feed is actually a very, very interesting place where people just don't know what to put in as far as content. So, But the first thing I want you to tell your team in this matter is, First, change your profile to a business profile. Change it. It is the best way because it gives you every tool that you can realistically use to really see the metrics. Right? I am a numbers guy. I measure everything and anything. Come from posts, when it comes to what I'm actually putting on text, I want to know if what I'm putting out really, really works. If you're in the marketing game, these are tools that you use probably every single day. Right? So, it would allow you to do, like, what Monday, what days are the best times to actually post something. This stuff really matters, okay? For example, if I'm on the West Coast, which is three hours behind the East Coast or in Canada, my job was, I'm going to try to post as much as I can at 6 o'clock in the morning. Why? Does anyone know why? If I'm in California and you guys are on the East Coast, it's because it's nine o'clock your time and you're probably checking your phone before you walk into your dealership or work or business. If I couldn't make that one, I'm gonna make sure that I try to hit you at nine o'clock. Why? Because in 12 o'clock is typically what? Lunch hour. And what does everyone do during lunch hour? Look at LinkedIn, Look at LinkedIn. go on social media. So I'm gonna use that opportunity. If that doesn't work, I'm gonna to try to do it during uh, lunchtime, I'm gonna hit you at 3 p.m. Why, because everyone's trying to leave for work and they're gonna go look at their social media to see what's going on. These are little things that we need to really lex- realistically look at. Gender, the ladies hate me, okay? 38% only follow me, but 62, 62% of men actually follow what I'm actually telling you guys. Age range. For me, this is what I want to know. Here is a great way, if you were a GM, an owner, or a salesperson, you want to know who is actually engaging with your business, right? These are free tools, folks. I'm not asking you to spend any more money. I just want you to change it, right? Change your profile. 25 to 34, those are the people that are actually, are your millennials that are actually doing business with your business right now. 35 to 44 are your true professionals and they have a ton of money that can purchase whenever the hell they want. Okay, Last one right here, top location, so I'm heavier in Oxnard, San Diego, LA, Washington, DC, and Ventura County. These are if I'm trying to target and making sure that I'm, I'm, I'm spending my dollars in the right area, that I make sure that I focus on these areas, okay? And then feed posts, what content? This is, I'm, I'm actually trying to do, um, I'm trying to get in shape, right? But a lot of people engaged on this one, probably because I was naked and I was showing myself, Woo! right? But nevertheless, this will let you know how much engagement people were actually going into my thing. So posts like that, I'm probably going to go heavier when I do my next post. Because I want to cater to what my audience wants me to show them, right? So does feed aesthetics matter? If you ever hire these people that are Instagram gurus, and they basically tell you they're gonna spend $995 and we'll take care of your social media and this is how we're gonna do it. We're gonna make it look pretty like Reynolds Kitchen. You can see aesthetically it looks delicious, right? This is a restaurant. The next one right here is a clothing brand. You can see by just the way it's easier on the eyes, they're using different colors. These things for them says it matters. Or they're keeping making sure that the background on these things look aesthetically pleasing to the eye. But let me show you some things that look like noise. Anyone know who Grant Cardone is? If you're in the auto industry, 10x that thing, Grant Cardone is a monster. He actually has, I believe, 1.5 million followers right now, okay? I think that's the right statistic. Anyone know Tony Robbins? Love Tony Robbins. Master of motivational and getting people comfortable with uncomfortable, right? He's actually at 4 million. And everyone should know, and if you don't know this, this guy, Gary Vaynerchuk. Gary V, right, does anyone know Gary V? Yep. If you don't know who Gary V, go on his thing, this guy is six million deep on just Instagram. Why is this important? Aesthetically, this looks like freaking noise. So if someone were to tell you, or they come into your dealership and says, we're gonna make aesthetically pleasing to the eye, tell them to pound sand and says, hell no, it does not matter, okay? Hashtags, this is an interesting one. Anyone know what hashtags are? Pounce on. Okay. Hashtags are realistically ways to get people's attention in different areas that you're trying to focus on. I have a three strategy when it comes down to hashtag. This will allow you to grow your audience a lot faster, and it will allow you to pinpoint the people you actually want to listen to your story, right? Hyper ha- uh, popular hashtags like love, which has 1 billion people actually actively listening or viewing the content. Instagood, 5.3. These are all different things. I want you, if you guys want to clip it, that's what it is. These are different ways you can really target. I have target uh, market hashtags, which is an industry specific uh, when you are trying to get to certain people. So for example, community. If I'm doing a hashtag automotive right now, I know they have 1.4 p- uh, million people actually looking at hashtag automotive. That's how you start trending. That's how you get the attention of a lot of people. You got dealerships, hashtag dealerships, Ford, Nissan, whatever you want to do. but If you really want to engage, create your own hashtag that is relative to your business. For example, mine is what? Selling cars like candy bars. I did this not too long ago. I've already have close to 6,000 people following hashtag selling cars like candy bars. Love it. All right. So that's where that's at. But hashtags typically are very difficult to do. It takes you about 10 to 15 minutes to put about max 30 on there. So John, what is the easiest way to get this freaking hashtag? Because I do not want to do it, which I typically get a lot. Go to www.besthashtags.com. It's gonna look just like this, okay? The next one, once we do it like this, we're gonna say car dealerships because that's what the room is about, right? Once you put car dealership, it will give you every single strong hashtag you can think of to maximize the piece of content that you actually have. The beauty is you can copy it, and you can paste it right onto your piece of content. That literally takes you 30 seconds, folks. Thank you very much, you're welcome. That is a nugget, chicken McNugget for you, okay? Brand within brand. I'm gonna speed up a little bit here. Candy crushing the game. So why is this important? We spend so much time marketing the dealership, but realistically, are people really buying dealerships right now? No, who are they buying? They're not buying the car. Who do they buy? The person. person. Here's some people that are actually crushing the game Bowtie Terrence, anyone know who this guy is? Yeah. This guy is the rapper of all rappers, or MC, or Spitzfire. This guy's at 7,000. This guy is a 25, 30 car guy, never takes an up, does social media, and doesn't have to have the dealership spend any money on him. He does it himself, right? Next guy right here, these are actually brothers. Evan Mack and Ian Mack. If you're a Nissan, you better follow these guys. These two cats right here are twin brothers. They're from Colorado. Okay? One of them has uh, 7,000 followers, the other one has 9,000. This is actually number one and number two of all of Arizona. Colorado, actually. Colorado, I'm sorry. Of all of Colorado. Do they take it up? Hell no. They just go social. The great thing about these two brothers, they bring value as showing you that they are real people and that they love their community. They go out and have a good time. This is why people are buying from these people. Now, okay, well, How do we do it for our dealerships? Here's some dealerships that are actually crushing it. Now, although these are not a lot of followers, I want you to follow these different dealerships and see what they're doing. And here's the reason why. The value that they bring here, Rockaway Nissan highlights the salesperson, not the product that they're selling. These guys are winning, right? Ventura Toyota, same thing. They actually have a mascot, which is the gentleman. His name is Mike Stan McKinley. He is the voice of Toyota. And everyone that walks into that dealership always asks for that one gentleman every single time. He's actually the internet director. Okay? Last one is a Harley Davidson store. These guys are talking about lifestyle. Harley's hurting, but this this Harley Davidson dealership, which has 45,000 followers, are actually crushing it. So, how do we do it? Here it is. Take a snapshot. There it is. Monday, what are we talking about on Monday? Motivational, mindset, whatever you wanna talk about. Tuesday, technical Tuesdays or Tech Tuesdays. If you guys have a navigation system or a new tech item on your vehicle, have them talk about that. Workplace, walk around, have them show your dealership. Thursday could be testimonials. This is where you start highlighting the customers that uh, they've sold cars to or giving shout outs to your dealership. Friday is a freestyle flashback, whatever the hell you wanna do. Saturday's a strategy, Sunday, take your time, enjoy your family, right? Here's the map that you guys should be telling all your guys to do it, if they wanna really maximize their time. Here's some quick tools. Here's all the tools that I'm gonna give you. These are all free tools, okay? I'm not asking you again to spend any money. I want you to win. First one, create your own content about photos. You got Inlight, Photo, uh Photofox, Snapseed. These are to enhance your photos and your images, okay? This is a great way for you guys, our free services. Now, if you get to, you get to those certain spots, then you can obviously, um, when you get in there, then you can actually pay the extra ones if you want to. Video, I do everything on iMovie, why it's on my phone. It's free. I've cut majority of all my videos on iMovie. You could do all your editing, all your things. You don't need a team to come in and, and shoot a commercial or anything for you, do it on your phone. And like Video Leap, same thing. Next one right here. Um, I actually these are actually paid ones but here's some good ways if you want to enhance it by music okay content is king I'm gonna go through these fast right so there's some winning and some hell knows right this right here is typically what a lot of dealerships are doing right now hell no this ain't the paper ad it's social media this brings me no value as a consumer this one does because it's telling me a story about what their business is about what lifestyle I'm trying to get to right Next thing, create some memes. JP is the king of memes, right? Now, people call me obnoxious because I throw myself anywhere, but I'm branding myself. This one got more engagements on my feed than anything. I talk about manufacturers, and I talk about entrepreneurship, right? Great way. These things, I've done it all through uh, the free stuff. Make it memorable. Have your salespeople make sure that their faces are on every single picture that they take for their customers. Why? Because this is the guy that's selling the car. These are just byproducts of the happy customers, right? If, if it's my brand, I want people to know who the hell I am, right? Testimonials, I'll skip. Do video testimonials, because i got to wrap it up here two seconds. But this is a great way to get people comfortable, uncomfortable. Get them. If you have done your job, you earn the right to get these people on video and tell them why they should do business with you, okay? Last thing I'm going to leave you guys with is uh, this last nugget. If your team does not know what the hell to talk about, go to this website right here. It's called www.answerthepublic.com. Why is this one important? Even if you're in a dealership, here's why it's important. I can literally go and put car dealership and it will give me every conversation that the world is talking about about your business, right? Who, what, where, when, how, and why are the questions and topics we can talk about. This will give you a vast amount of, of opportunities to do anything with the dealerships, right? So you're welcome on that one. If you are persistent, you will get it. If you are consistent, you will keep it. But I'm gonna leave you on this one. JP, I know. I'm gonna leave you with this photo right here. Okay? Digital connections. I'm the same shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> JP, you need a new wardrobe. But I, here is, here is why this is important. Here in this photo, these are all people that I have literally met through social media. Okay? A lot of these guys, like a Jason Harris, I'm from California, how the hell do I get in touch with this guy, right? How do I get this guy to fly me out? It was through digital connections. Not only that, if you've never met these guys, if you've never met Herb Anderson or Eric Nelson, these guys have a podcast called Dealer, uh, Dealer Talk on Podcasts. How the hell do I get connected with these guys to enhance my brand, right? Same thing with JP. Stand-up comedian, but he's in Canada. How do I connect with this guy? Sean Welsh, who is the bad boy of the automotive, he calls an ugly baby an ugly baby. I love him. He's super real. But why this is important. Although social media is something that we shay away from, we have to understand that it's because of social media that we're able to connect with guys like this, right? When you take the time not just socially, make sure that you go to events like this and meet guys like this to help you grow your business, your brand, the awareness. The old school meet and greet face to face still freaking works. But you gotta connect first here because realistically there's no way I would have met these two. I would have never met Dan if I was never on social media. So making sure you guys as you go on and you bring this back to your team, you guys can have these slides. I have no problem. I know you're taking photos, but I'll give it to, uh, to Jason and he'll give it to you guys. But nevertheless, make sure that you guys follow me here. These are all the different platforms that I'm actually active- actively in. LinkedIn, uh, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. That went by fast. That went by fast. So that was awkward, hard. Yeah, that was awkward. So, first of all, let's give it up again to the guy from California. Yay! Yeah. Go, yeah. Go Raptors!